Hello and welcome to Theater 5 from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There's one in every town. Shy, retiring, eager to please. Friends call him dependable. They mean he can be counted on to do the dull routine work. And right now, he's on Theater 5. Theater 5 presents the Academy Award winner, Mr. Ed Begley, in The Pigeon. All these letters... Yes, I, I know you can handle uh, them, Cedric. I, I must confer with certain key constituents at the golf club. Oh, mommy. Uh, there's the call to Chief Buchanan and... Uh, Cedric, I see old windbag is giving you the usual oil. The mayor is hard at work dealing with the overall picture. Yes, I noticed how hard it was for him to get out of here with his golf clubs. Cedric, will you look at me? What? This hairdo cost me seven fifty at Henri's beauty salon. Oh, good heavens, Sally. Isn't that uh, extravagant? Considering the reaction from my fiancé, I guess it was. Come in, Roscoe. Hiya, Mort. Uh, I'm a little late. Two days, to be exact. Obviously, you've been on a bender. Ah, uh, Roscoe, when will you learn to adopt at least a surface veneer of gentility? What do you sure make with the words? How fortunate for both of us that I can. Now to work. The state of our bankroll demands immediate action. Yeah, sure, Mort. I'll hustle around this burg and locate a sucker. No need. Hmm? I've already bird-dogged a prime mark. The assistant to the mayor of this one-horse metropolis. A gullible personality indeed. Clay pigeon, huh? Decidedly. In our slightly uh, selfish attempt to provide vicarious thrills for one Cedric Graham, 
we'll use the same approach as in our last venture. Cedric, there's Mr. McClure outside who... Ah, Mr. Graham, so glad you could spare me a few moments. Yes, well, I... Excuse uh... me, young lady. And may I say that is indeed a lovely hairdo. Oh, thank you. I'll leave you two gentlemen alone. Mr. Graham, I have journeyed expressly to this beautiful city to see you. Mordecai McClure is the name. A well-known Scotch family, though not a major clan like the Grahams. I trust you are conscious of the glorious heritage of your forefathers. Well, uh, no. Uh, Graham is my name. I am an historian, Mr. Graham, specializing in lineage. I have every reason to believe that you are the direct descendant of the seventh Earl of Graham and have better claim to the title than the man now holding it. Earl? Earl? But my family, we we never had any... Oh, I doubt very much if you could successfully claim the family castle and title. Emigration and the border wars played hob with the direct succession of Scottish nobility. But one should know the acorns from which their stout oak sprang, don't you think? Acorns? Well, I guess so. People tend to be disinterested in their family trees these days. In so doing, of course, they completely overlook the bloodline law. Bloodline law? Exactly. Now, why do seals travel thousands of miles through the trackless wastes of the oceans of the world to mate? At the same place. (laughs) I I never thought about it much. Racial memory. Inherited knowledge from their forefathers. And humans possess this inherent knowledge also. Why, inside you lurks the spellbinding oratory of Gordon Graham, the fourth earl. The irresistible romantic prowess of Ainsworth Graham... Bon vivant companion of Bonnie Prince Charlie. Blood will tell. Don't the haunting strains of the bagpipe stir you to the core? Well, yes. Yes, yes, they do. Uh, Mr. McClure, I I must know more. Ah, your enthusiasm is most gratifying. Now, why don't you join me at the hotel for a chat? After your day's labors are ended. Oh, I sure will. How fortunate Middlevale citizens are to have a man like yourself to handle their affairs. Direct descendant of illustrious statesmen and consorts of kings. Until this evening. Good day, fair lady. Oh, good day. Illustrious statesmen, consorts of kings. What about the dictation, Cedric? What? Oh, uh, uh, the the letters. Yes, yes. Are you ready? I've been ready for years. Uh, Let's see. Um, Horace Culver, Culver Construction Company, City. Uh, Mr. Culver, in response to yours of the seventh... The irresistible romantic prowess of Ainsworth Graham. Bon vivant, companion of Bonnie Prince. Cedric. Cedric, do you hear me? Huh? 
We're staring into space like you were in a trance. Sally, we've been engaged for five years. I think that is long enough. What? Cedric? Mm. Oh, Cedric. Sally, will you marry me? Oh. Sally, the... Sally! Oh, my goodness, she's fainted. What do I do now? Hey, Mort, I uh, just dug up something you might use. Indeed. Well, I was in this bar, see. You were where? No, 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 don't, 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 don't get excited, Mort. You are never to drink while we are involved in business, Roscoe. It was in the line of duty, Mort, honest. I overheard the gas bag mayor of this whistle stop discussing a public works deal with the local construction man. Aha! Quid pro quo. You ever come again? You suspect a little payola. Oh, well, sure. They're going to build a dam, see? And the mayor is shoving the job to the local boy, a culver by name. Now, it don't take much to figure this job is too big for the culver outfit. They'll goof it, and the whole thing will end up costing John Q more than he figured. Ah, yes, the public. The eternal pigeon. Well, that's the kind of jazz we ought to be in, Mort. Politics. No, Roscoe, ours is the safest way. Five hundred here, a thousand there, and nothing but satisfied customers because we give them what they want. How about that dame in Ohio? We can never hit that state again. Telling that hayseed she was the last of the Romanoffs. Honest, Mort. Roscoe, a pigeon will believe anything if they want to believe it. And that caper would have succeeded if you hadn't gotten drunk. And told your life story to that waitress. Yeah. Okay, Mort. Okay. Yes. Oh, Mr. Graham. Have him come right up. Our pigeon is here, panting with eagerness, no doubt. Get lost and see what more you can learn about this damn project. Mort, I don't think... My instinctive answer to that is too obvious, Roscoe. Hit the road. And uh, that's all I can tell you now. I was able to pursue the matter via long-distance phone. My associates in Chicago even made a call to the University of Edinburgh. Oh, well, wasn't that uh, pretty expensive? <laughs> Pride in workmanship, you might say. I can't let you go to all that expense on my account. I have my checkbook right here. Now, uh, could you tell me about how much all of this cost? Around $200. That much? Oh, but let's not talk about money. Oh, no, 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 I insist. Well, I'll only accept this because you <laughs> twisted my arm. <laughs> McClure here. It's me, Mort. Oh, excuse me, Cedric. My Chicago associate is on the phone. Yes, Mr. Bent. I got a flash for you. In case anything goes sour on this damn project, they've got Graham rigged as the patsy. Mayor Dewhurst is going to have Graham sign a survey of the project. Then, if there's any investigation, Graham okayed the deal, not the mayor. I understand perfectly. Uh, tell our publisher that I shall leave for Chicago immediately. Until later, Mr. Bent. Oh, Mr. McClure, you aren't going to leave. Well, it's vital that I see my publisher tomorrow. But can't you postpone? Uh, I mean, I'd be glad to pay for your time. You know, I've grown fond of you, Cedric. 
I want to see you headed in the right direction down life's highway. All right. I'll cancel the meeting. Oh, that's great. I can't thank you enough. Uh, just make out another check for 500 $500? Well, a publisher's time is worth money. Oh, yes. Yes, of course. By the way, Cedric, did you know that many of your family were engineering geniuses? They were? They were. Especially uh, uh, Quentin Graham. It was his genius that enabled Wallace's men to capture Sterling Castle. Well, how was that? Well, they, uh, they, uh, uh, they tunneled under the wall. I'll just put this in my wallet, Cedric, along with the other check. Yes, I'll wager some time you will come in contact with a problem like that. Attacking a castle? No, no, something in the uh, engineering line. Well, <laughs> we have a dam project in the office now. Amazing. It's to be underwritten by local subscription. Study it carefully, my boy. Be guided by the principles of the great Malcolm Graham, who never signed anything without understanding every word. He didn't? Never. But uh, engineering, isn't that pretty complicated? Not to a man with inherited aptitude. Remember, Cedric, the bloodline law. survey of the dam project for the Rotarian lunch this afternoon. You've signed it, of course. I'm going over it carefully now. Your what? Now, Cedric, don't strain yourself. No, oh, no, it's my public duty. I come from a long line of legislators, you know. What are you talking about? Your father was a butcher. I refer to ancient lineage. Ancient? Li now, Cedric, stop going over that thing. I, I don't want you overworked. Why don't you just sign the survey now? Be guided by the principles of the great Malcolm Graham, who never signed anything without understanding every word. I said I want that survey signed. But it's all wrong. Wrong? What do you know about engineering? I come from a long line of engineers. I thought they were legislators. Well, that too. Cedric, in two hours, I'm delivering my report at the Rotary Luncheon. You'll be there. If there's anything wrong with the survey, you can tell the people about it. Otherwise, I'll inform them you approve the project. Oh, no. S Sally, get me Mr. McClure at the hotel, please, and hurry. Now, calm down, Cedric. As I understand it, the mayor has challenged you to deliver a speech. That's not so hard. Oh, it is? Do. Do what you must always do in a crisis. Reach for the inner strength you know you have. Now, don't panic, Cedric. 
I'll attend the Rotary Luncheon just to witness your triumph. Goodbye. Ah, Mort, we get mixed up in some local graft. The mayor gets wise, and suddenly we're looking out at the world from inside a tank town clink. Hmm. You may have a point. Hey, what's the matter? You, you jumped a foot. Roscoe. Huh? Just now. Did you hear a bagpipe? A bagpipe? Mort, you cracking up or something? You know, maybe Cedric is the missing Graham heir. What missing air? You made all that up. Well, he could be. Hey, where are you going? Uh, to promote a ticket to the Rotary Luncheon, of course. I'm the only person Cedric can turn to. I can't let him down. Now, look, you start believing your own spiel. Mort, you left your wallet. You... Mm, your wallet. Ah, could be a little checking up as an order. All right, let's see. Ah, phony sheriff's badge. Phew. Ticket to an Elks picnic. Check for 200 bucks, signed Cedric Graham. That's good. That's our getaway money. Hey, wait a minute. Another check for 500. He didn't tell me about that. Why, the old grifter was going to hold out on me. Now, one thing I can't stand is a dishonest crook. most important business at hand, the proposed dam which will create Lake Middlevale, a recreation center which will bring money to our community from far and wide. Unfortunately, the press of business has not given me a chance to check over Horace Culver's preliminary survey. However, I left that up to my assistant, Cedric Graham. If he has any doubts, he can tell you about them now. Uh, honorable citizen and fellow mayors. Uh, no, no, I mean... Uh... <laughs> Cedric, we can't all be mayor. <laughs> you look pale, Cedric. Why don't you... Reach for the inner strength you know you have. <laughs> Cedric doesn't seem to have anything to say, folks. Just a minute. Gentlemen, this proposed dam is to be financed principally by your money. Money you worked hard to get. Now, I just want Horace Culver to explain why his survey calls for two five-yard shovels operating at the dam site when we haven't got the electricity to use them. Our local output is too small. This job needs a big construction company with mobile... Cedric, the office phone hasn't stopped ringing. Everybody says you were wonderful. There it goes again. My boy, your speech was a revelation. If the comments I heard were accurate, you could be the next mayor of Middlevale. Oh, I could do that. Oh, never say couldn't, Cedric. Grasp destiny firmly in your hand. Besides, I am somewhat suspicious of the incumbent's honesty. Mayor Dewhurst? I'm right here. Uh, I'd better leave. Oh, no, you don't. Cedric, this man is a charlatan. He has an associate named Bent who has been drinking Middlevale dry. When I stumbled on Bent at the hotel bar, 
He was carrying a strong resentment against McClure. He was eager to tell me about a warrant for this swindler in the state of Ohio. Hello. I'm calling Chief Buchanan and having him arrested. You call Buchanan and I'll demand an investigation of those paving contracts. The, 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 the paving contracts? Oh, no, no, Cedric, you wouldn't. Out! I want to talk to Mr. McClure. Uh, well, sure, sure, Cedric. A- anything you say. Now... Now, my boy... Mordecai, you don't think I believe the ravings of that crook? You don't? I mean, of course you don't. One look at you and anyone can tell you're an honest man. We'll sue Dewhurst for slander. Well, uh, uh, that, that would not be wise. You're a public figure now. I'll just leave as planned. Uh, forgive my haste, but I'll write. And remember, Cedric, I'm with you in spirit. Oh, oh boy. All right, dummy, snap out of it. We've got to leave while we can. Well, what happened? You told all, again, and to the mayor, no less. Start packing. Oh, yeah, I remember now. <laughs> when I found that 500-buck check in your wallet, I figured you were holding out on me. Oh, how could you have so little face? One look at you and anyone can tell you're an honest man. Mort, Mort, are you all right? You look like you bumped into a ghost. I did, the forgotten figure of faith. Ah, Roscoe, I confess, I was going to hold out the extra 500. You were? But those days are now behind me. Come. Roscoe, we must travel far. You where? Away from our friends and those who know us. Imagine Mordecai McClure working for a living. But you can't fight faith or fate. And I wonder if they aren't the same thing. The Pigeon, starring Academy Award winner Mr. Ed Begley. Written by Frank Thomas, directed by Ted Bell. Featured in the cast, Robert Dryden, George Petrie, Jack Grimes, and Carol Martin. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Ralph Herman. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Mr. Lee Bowman. We invite your comments. Right to Theater 5, New York 23, New York. This is Fred Foy speaking. This has been an ABC Radio Network production.